you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button at that little notify bell next to it to make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's coming down to the end of the month, Larson. It is. Which means if you want your Friendo care package anytime in the near future, uh, be sure to send in your $20 pledge. You get the comic book, some stickers, a double-sided poster featuring Mechasan and Top Notch mm-hmm. of W. Steve W. and Fun Wrestling fame. Mm-hmm. And, of course, going in raw postcard, all with the OG logo and the comic and uh, the postcard are signed by us. So that's cool stuff. I feel like he understood the comic book. It really is a tale that can only be told within the pages of a comic book. Well, if it was yeah. ever made into a major motion picture, it would cost way too much money. I mean, way the, too much. The way. giant diaper frog alone would be. Nah, you've said too much. Don't spoil anything ooh, else for the, the good people out there. They need ooh. to. They need to read it for themselves. So yeah, check that out. It also gives you the option to uh, get your video questions on our Sunday Matt Chat show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites, man. I love when they send in their questions. No, oh, it's always good. Bunch of bunch of crazies out there in the friendoverse, man. But in a in a good way. Yes. Anyways, um, Lawson, Lawson, listen to me now. I will take your title from you. You're all I about was that. I was all about. I am so happy I get to do a Walter impression now. Hey, listen to me now. It sounds like Arnold, man. It's like whispery Arnold. I'm going to tell you something, Peter Dunn. That title is mine now. Take over. Listen to me now and hear me later. No deal. I'm no going to take your title. Who is he, your daddy? And what if does he do? Talk to Pete Dunn about uh, Thomas Aquinas. Thomas Aquinas. Why? Tell me what you know about Thomas. Why would a priest kill a man? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah man, I we got to hear Walter's voice. That was great. Oh, I forgot to do new patrons. Hold on, that's what I meant. Yeah, I'm gonna do new patrons, but in uh, Walter voice. Okay, listen up to me now. We have new patrons. We do. Right here we go. We've got new ones: Raymond Gonzalez, Black Shadow Two Ten, Cody Russell Lee. Yeah, who are you? Give me a title now, Pete Dunn. In New York City, I'm going to take it from you. Hercules in New York. That's what they're, they're going to call this match. Hercules in New York. Anyways. Hercules in New York. That was awesome. You ever, you ever seen that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I've seen like highlights. You've seen the entire I thing? I think so. Oh, my goodness. Were you drunk at the time? Was it like, hey, let's get drunk and watch Hercules No, in it was New like York. a video store, I think, nearby. I was like, oh, I've never seen this. Really? Yeah. How old are you? Oh, my 20s. Oh, my goodness gracious. Do all sorts of crazy shit like that in your 20s. Uh yeah, so NXT two hundred five live and uh, <clears throat> NXT UK. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Of course, it's Thursday. Uh, yeah. Uh, what'd you think of NXT? It was good. Oh, there was that great. Uh, there was that match with the. Uh, oh, we got a Kona Reeves match. Yeah, and <laughs> we got the 
we got the the Dusty Finals. Yeah, that was really good. That was a really good match. Alistair Black and Ricochet have scary good chemistry as a they tag do. team. They do. They do. It's they have better chemistry than the actual tag team they fought. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, I find it. F- I found it funny when they celebrated because. Alistair Black during a vast majority of his NXT run has been fairly reserved. Yeah. And maybe he's just more relaxed now because he's coming to the end of his NXT run. Maybe it's due to his partnership with Ricochet, but he's a lot more demonstrative mm-hmm. in terms of his, uh, his emotions of late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially at the end when he, I felt like he was trying to keep up with Ricochet's celebrations. Yeah. Because Ricochet was going crazy. Yeah. And like he was rolling around the confetti, was great. Oh yeah. Um, and then just the way it came off, it seemed like Aleister Black was happier to win the Dusty Cup than the NXT title. Yeah, yeah. No, he does seem like <clears throat> I agree. It just by I think I don't know maybe by nature the fact that Ricochet does seem to be very much the guy who wears his emotions on his sleeve. Yeah. And he just seems like good natured. He's he's there having a ton of fun. Yep. Uh, uh, that it seems to have loosened up. Maybe also you know Aleister got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got mm-hmm. that short wife of his. Yeah. My wife, she's a ton of fun. I should say a gram of fun. She's tiny, but she she's a lot a, of fun. She she could be a ton of fun, but still in a... Metaphorically speaking. Small size, I guess. Yeah. She's got... She's like heavy mass of fun. You know? No, dense. Dense. Packed dense with fun. Isn't mass? Isn't mass like something... Like mass can be really small, but it's packed in, right? It's dense. Uh, mass, I believe, is 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 weight. Yeah. But it can be packed in. That's yeah, what, something that's can be really small, but really, really heavy. Heavy gravity field. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But something because something's dense is necessarily make it heavy. Right. Yeah. So you just packed in there really tight. Yeah. Mass times. Anyways. Um, so yeah, and then on NXT UK we got Walter talking. That was uh-huh. cool. And then we got that Noam Dar. Apparently Noam Dar and Mark Andrews or Noam Dar's knee injury isn't. According to WWE.com, they had a. Um, oh, they have because an on NXT UK aired. They finally released an update on Noam oh, what's Dar. The, what's, the, what's the status? It's not an official thing. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's not like a true medical thing. They just said that uh, they're they're being evaluated, but it doesn't look that bad, and that they should be to back to the ring sooner than later. I mean, I don't know why they'd say anything about Mark Andrews. They really need to be talking about Noam Dar because I think he's the one who actually had the knee injury. Yeah, but both of them were taken out in the stretcher. On which, which was also kind of weird too. Because when I remember reading the stuff about it on Twitter. <clears throat> it was oh, it looks like Noam Dar hurt his knee, mm-hmm. and Mark Andrews got knocked out. Yeah, that's the way it, it was put on on the initial reports. Obviously, Mark Andrews, I mean, he landed around his face, but he wasn't knocked out. Seemed fine, I know. <clears throat> but like throughout the whole match, he was selling knee, mm-hmm. and unless he was working through, like he actually did hurt his knee during the match, was working through it, or it was weird because if if if, it was, if it was just a matter of Mark Andrews selling. Based on and granted, I've seen I've heard about awful knee injuries for guys who just like took a step wrong, you know. Okay, so here we go. Here, here's what WWE.com has to say. Take it with a grain of salt, obviously. According to WWE medical personnel, both competitors have suffered knee injuries. All right, and will have to work through sprains and possible ligament damage. Uh, ligament damage seems pretty bad. Well, the sprain is ligament damage. Okay. That the sprain being, is a partial tear of ligaments. That being said, both Andrews and Dar have already expressed a strong desire to return to the ring much sooner than anticipated in order to finish what they started. It makes it all seem like it's a work. The way the way I'll, I'll put it the, the way that it it went down in the ring 
When's the last time they threw up an X and it was a work? I don't know if they... Uh, oh, it happened once recently. It has happened. It has happened. It, as portrayed on TV, it felt like a work. I will say this. Because they replayed no it a million Wham times. Dar's reaction to everything didn't make it, it didn't make it seem like a work. Here's what it seems like. Maybe Noam Dar actually really hurt himself mm-hmm. or thought he hurt himself in the moment. And I don't know. Maybe they called Nodable on the spot. Well, maybe we should carry both these guys out because they build heat for the rematch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Uh, I mean, they aired the match. Which, I, I mean, I mentioned this when, when, when they did the promo between the two of them. I was like, well, if they really got hurt, this is all... They could cut all this stuff out, you know? Yeah, I know. And the fact they left it in is just weird. And they, they made a big, big deal about it. Yeah, they they made replayed a, it a lot. They replayed it a ton and of And I was going to say, like, Noam Dar especially. I mean, I've seen people do less and hurt their knee. But he just kind of had his ankle taken out from underneath him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Uh, I, I I sort of looked away at first. I did too because I thought yeah. it would be awful. And then they replayed a bunch, and I was like, "Oh, I can kind of see how like one tweak will probably do something." Yeah, it just doesn't look that bad. No, but he's also been he's been he was tweeting the crap out of that match last night, just hyping it up and yeah, everything. It was, it was a pretty good match before that. No, it was it was a stellar match. It was really really good. Just kind of head scratching. Um, yeah, I just I mean I I'll put it this way I'm happy that they didn't release a thing saying Noam Dar is going to be out out for another year. Mm. I'm really happy about that. Lord Chameleon said that the uh, they threw up an X for Alexa's arm when she did the double jointed thing. Oh, uh, okay. So they're not, they're not above doing that. Um, it was just it was just weird. Mm-hmm. I guess the whole thing was mm-hmm. just kind of weird, and it would be nice to know, uh, you know, what the actual deal is. But uh, I'm trying to see. I mean, he hasn't even really been. I mean, he's, he's he tweets a lot, like on a basically a daily basis. Um, but uh, you know, I don't recall him at the time tweeting any pictures of him in the hospital or anything. Yeah. So I don't know. I hate. I I, I hate when people, especially. It's like the worst when they've just come back. And oh, he I looks like amazing. I know he's in great shape. He's, he's doing really good work. They obviously like him quite a bit. He's super young. I hate the idea that he could be out for an extended mm-hmm. period of time. Like mm-hmm. I just feel so bad for yeah, those guys. Yeah, be heartbreaking for the guy. Like my heart is totally broken over Champa. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. That's just terrible. Especially with the neck. God, that would suck. He probably freaking wakes up every day in pain. Mm-hmm. Not being able to move. I mean, neck. I have like modest neck issues and it's not that much fun. That Rhea Ripley's Zaya Brookside match was really good. That was good. It was a really fun match and we got the ret- uh, we got the debut of Piper Niven on mm-hmm. NXT mm-hmm. UK. That was mm-hmm. cool too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll just go ahead and kick things off. Yeah. Talking about uh, NXT Prime. Actual yes. NXT. Yes. The show kicked off with Adam Cole Bebe coming down the ring. Um dropping a promo and he says uh i got a million reasons why i I should be beating johnny gargano at uh takeover in new york but let's have mr wrestling come down the ring right now and we could discuss it so uh johnny obliges he comes down the ring and he sits up on the top turnbuckle and he goes all right adam let's hear it let's hear your million reasons list them adam cole is one of the best at speaking without the mic i know he's great (laughs) i feel like he's probably saying more interesting stuff when he's not speaking to the microphone i know i know i agree i try to lip read when he's talking yeah me too and and then you know adam cole's like i'm not gonna do that this you know it's like a figure of speech 
You know, this is one of the first, this is one of the, he doesn't do this very often, but the crowd was like, you know, because everybody loves, oh, and his, his battle zone Tron was back. That didn't air last week. Last week it was a different one. Hmm. I think it was maybe supposed to be for the group. But he, because he didn't come out last week to his own, he came out to uh, an undisputed era one. Gotcha. Uh, this one was back to his battle zone. Yeah. Adam Colin. Yeah, it was, it's great. I, I need. I, I love the details. Uh, but uh, he berated the crowd. He yes. said he stopped. He made a point to stop and say, "I don't need any of you. You don't need to be cheering for me. Stop doing yeah. that." Which they don't do very often. No, 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 not not very often. No. Uh, and then Johnny Gargano is in, says, "Oh, I love when you in guys full change. pander mode." Yeah. Full pander mode. Yep. Uh, so anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, no. So, and then, you know, Adam Cole is like, I'm not going to do that. And, and Johnny Gargano says, well, for the first time here, we're making NXT history. Adam Cole is speechless. And then, uh, Johnny Gargano says, uh, Adam Cole, you came here with uh, much ballyhoo. Cause Adam Cole in his own right listed his accomplishments. He said, uh, cause Johnny to call himself Johnny takeover. And, uh, Adam Cole says, ah, your record at takeover is uh, not that great. He said, your either. Johnny participation. I mean, Adam Cole's record at takeover isn't that great either. Um, but he listed his own accomplishments, winning North American title, first war games, uh, winning Dusty Classic. Um, they called him Johnny participation. And then Gargano went on about how, uh, uh Adam Cole, um, was gifted the top spot immediately upon arriving at NXT, uh, had, had four friends of his. Um, have his back immediately, mm-hmm. whereas Johnny Gargano failed his first tryout. Again, no mention that Cole didn't make it his first tryout. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but then he he was brought in for the first Dusty Classic, uh, teamed with Champa, someone he said he barely knew, and had to work his way into even getting a spot in NXT, much less rising to the top. Yeah, <clears throat> and it was, it was it was pretty well delivered by Gargano. Yeah, it was good. He even tweeted out a copy of his rejection letter mm-hmm. from his first WWE tryout, I think, as like did, 2015. As did Chuck Taylor. <laughs> uh, Chuck Taylor also tweeted out that uh, his dog was going to have his D cut off. <laughs> and then X-Pac responded to him. Wrestling Twitter is hilarious. X-Pac responded to him, why don't you just have him cut his balls off and not his, leave his D intact? And then Chuck Taylor responded with, where were you an hour ago? <laughs> Chuck Taylor is like the best following in wrestling. Oh, he also he goodness. also said that he is uh, he has bought the rights to the name Stokely Hathaway. <laughs> oh, oh my! He's goodness. been uh, uh, managing Babatunde. He's taken oh, the, yeah. the Leo Rush job of uh, managing Babatunde. Yeah, who will be next to manage Babatunde? Well, then he's got a new name too. Court Court Moore. Court Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Court Moore. Anyways, yeah, I know. I love Stokely Hathaway. That's a great name. It's a fantastic name. <laughs> it really is. We'll get used to court more, though. I guess so. Uh, anyways, uh, Gargano finishes up. Adam Cole leaves the ring. He's starting to walk up the ramp. He turns around, and he says, you want to know why I'm going to win a takeover? He looks over his shoulder. The nerd herd comes out. There's the rest of Undisputed Era up on the stage. Yeah. He walks up, joins them. They all pose together. Yeah, because he points out that it's... Oh, he said, no, nah, he just, he uses a little line. He said something like, Triple H said that the the match at TakeOver is going to be decisive, but it's going to be undisputed. Undisputed. After that, we had tag team action in the women's division. Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah versus Lacey Lane. Was this her NXT TV debut? Yes. Okay. 
and then Casey Catanzaro, which I believe was her NXT TV debut. Uh, I know she was in the Man Classic. Yeah, so I guess she's fun. Was kind of her TV debut. I like when she climbs things. Oh, she just climbs up the ring post. Getting the ring, of course. It's, it's amazing. Of American Ninja Warrior, yeah, which is one of the better TV shows on TV. Yeah, and I believe <laughs> she was on that program at one point. Yeah, that's her whole thing. I told Lacey that because Lacey was milling about the bedroom while I was watching this. And I was like, look, because Lacey and I used to watch American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How can you not? It's so much fun. It is fun. Like, that's one of those shows you turn on, and then you literally can't turn it off because they, they're the, the pace, like, as soon as one person either finishes, fails, succeeds, whatever, like, the next person's right there waiting. Well, or, or, or they're going, they're always going to something. Yeah. There's no downtime. If someone you know, right. can't get past the, the little leapfrog thing and falls into the pool, you're right on the next human interest story. And yeah, and here's the thing the human interest story is zero indication as to how this person's going to perform. Because they'll have like a 10 minute compelling mini documentary on this person's life, and then they'll fail on the first thing going on in the, yeah, in the they're, water. They're in the drink, yep. And then somebody will just cold show up and win without a human interest story. Yep. Oh, man. What a great show. Anyways, uh, yeah, I was like, hey, Lace, look, it's uh, this person was in the American Ninja Warrior. And as she comes out, and Lacey says, yeah, she's running out there as if she's on still American Ninja Warrior. That's annoying. And I was like, I don't know. She's been she's been in a want to punch everybody mood lately. Oh wow! Yeah. Anyway, this wasn't including much of a, me. Well, I mean that that I get. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, this wasn't much of a match because Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir come to the ring. Uh, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah, they get out of there. Uh, Lacey Lane's taken out pretty quickly. Uh, Shayna puts Casey in the clutch. She escapes, however, uh, and then she she takes out Jessamyn and Marina. Tries to do the same to, to Shayna, but Shayna catches her, puts her in the clutch again, and then Shayna goes over her commentary, yells at them, stands mm-hmm. on the announce table, holding up her belt. Did you see that video of Shayna Baszler putting, what's that guy's name, Manny? Oh, uh, Fabrino. Yeah. Yeah. Putting him to sleep? No. <laughs> There's a video out there uh, on the Twitter that I think Shayna just retweeted of them you know, they're all friends over there in NXT or whatever. And uh, and he has consented to being put to sleep. You've seen that before where people put on the, the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it cuts off the blood. Or whatever. Like she shoot put to sleep? Yes. Wow. It's messed up, dude. She does it. And he's like, okay, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. And she's like, fighters know how to do this. Okay, it's like a right of pass. Everybody knows how to do this, so it's okay. Knows how to do it the right amount. Everybody's sleep. saying it's totally safe, right? So she locks it on and he starts going... <laughs> <laughs> and then like she lets go I'm spitting she lets go it's like the most compelling thing this week she lets go and he's like still sort of out she's like okay now put his feet up put his feet up <laughs> the blood blood get to his head yeah to his head and then he wakes up and he's like hey dude oh all, like, kind of all that stuff oh man terrifying yeah that's terrifying, terrifying. that's terrifying yeah I wouldn't I <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do that. It seems that. like the margin for error there is pretty thin. I know. I know. Not because she did. She held it for a little while because he was like, and it was still on. I was like, you need to let go of that. Because I know, I think like uh, Joe Rogan did it to somebody on his show like ages ago. That's the only other time I've seen anybody yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think even back then when I saw it, I understood this is a thing that like people know how to do properly yeah, 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 and not yeah. die. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. After that. Time. We had Matt Riddle taking on the finest. 
NXT's finest. Yeah. So he went to Hawaii, apparently, uh, kayfabe-wise, to relax, get some new sunglasses, and buy a pair of Beats headphones. Yeah. And then and to apparently not do anything to improve his lack of quickness <clears> in the <throat> ring. <laughs> he had a hard time keep, keeping up with Matt Riddle a couple times. He really did. It looked so. He looked like he was in slow motion wrestling. I told you yesterday. I feel like uh, Kona Reeves is like a decent '80s wrestler who's been teleported to the current day. Yeah, yeah. And he's 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 trying to learn how to wrestle like wrestling is now. Yeah, being in a, in NXT, you just got like the talent level is too high. You know, in the top well, ten, the, the level of athleticism is so high now. Yeah, mm-hmm, but if yeah. you can't keep up, it's really glaring. Yeah, it really is, and that's Kona Reeves. Uh, so, anyways, uh, during the match, Velveteen, the Velveteen Dream experience uh, gets wheeled out onto the stage. He's on some sort of couch on casters of some sort. Yeah, and he's wheeled out by a couple of ladies, and uh, he's got a goblet, a goblet, and um, you know, there's all a bunch of purple light. Mm-hmm. Some fog and his music, of course. And yeah, Matt Riddle's like, "What the heck is going on here?" Kona Reeves tries to take advantage, but in the end, he's Kona Reeves. Yeah, he taps out the bro mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the ring announcer is starting to announce Matt Riddle is the is the winner. Velveteen Dream goes, <coughs> "Your winner, Matthew Riddle." <laughs> Riddle walks up the stage, takes Dream's goblet. Pours the contents all over his face and mm-hmm. then throws it. Yeah, and then uh, grabs the mic and says, "I'll see you in New York, bro." Bro. So yeah, that was good stuff. That's gonna be that's gonna be a really good match. Yes. By the way, in case anybody was wondering, that's it's gonna, gonna be a stellar, a really match. good match. <laughs> I think I mean it seemed like all the matches are gonna be stellar. So we've got that. We've got the fatal four way for the women's title. We've got two out of three falls for the NXT title. We got the tag title match. War Raiders and Aleister Black and Ricochet, and then we got Walter and Peter Dune. Ooh, that's gonna. That's are they gonna, actually gonna let Walter chop the heck out of him? That's gonna steal the show. Yeah, it's Takeover, of course they are. And they really high, highlight his chopping ability on that Walter video package that ran next to you. I love the chops. It's what I do best. You know what's funny is that, I'll fast forward a little bit during that contract signing. Sid Scala was going on. I was like, this is a match that people wanted to see for years. Who is one of the people that Walter was wrestling in that video package that ran earlier in the show? Peter Dunn. Oh, yeah. There's one shot of him wrestling Pete Dunn. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, the progress thing. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, maybe he meant Sid Scala meant on a, on a worldwide level. Yeah. If I just meant then WWE, because as yeah. far as WWE is concerned, there's no wrestling outside of WWE yeah. pretty much. Well, yeah. Uh, anyways, main event for NXT last night, Dusty Cup Finals, Forgotten Sons versus Ricochet and Aleister Black. Like I said before, Ricochet and Aleister Black, their tag chemistry is literally better off than the, the charts, Forgotten. man. It's been, off it's, the charts. It's better than the Forgotten Sons, too. Um, yeah. Off the charts. But no, it was a good match. It, it was, was really good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really hope that. So uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black won, of course. At one point, Jackson Riker knocked Aleister's foot off the rope during a pin, and the ref kicked him out, and Jackson Riker showed off a little bit of personality. In his being angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he got kicked out of the match. This dude is jacked. Yeah, he's a big dude. He is huge. Yeah, he's pretty jacked. Well, they don't have him wrestle. Um, I don't know, because they forget to. <laughs> he's the one that's been most forgotten. He's the most the forgotten. The son that's been most forgotten, sons. maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Ricochet ends up pinning Wesley Blake after a black mass from Alistair and a 630 from himself. Uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black celebrate their victory. And then War Raiders make the way down the ring, get a stare down. And uh, it's great because Ricochet's like talking. He's saying, your belts are going to be on us. Come on, let's fight. And Alistair's just <laughs> nodding his head, not saying a I word. Know, the, 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 it's the, like a situation where he didn't know what to do with his hands. If I ever wanted, if I ever wanted like, uh, what was that called? What's that the road trip show called? Car ride, ride along. Ride along. Ride along. I would really love to see an Alistair Black Ricochet one. Yeah. They seem like is. two very different individuals. Yes. But I I feel like they, they get along really, really well. Yes. I just get that vibe. Yeah, I do too. And it's it's great. You'd like to hope that the chemistry they have in ring is 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 just a extension of the chemistry they have outside of the ring. It feels yeah, it, and it feels like it probably would be. I mean mm-hmm. they, they sort of tread kind of the same ground if I on the independent circuit, like Alistair oh, yeah, they Black both did PWG. Yeah, 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 yeah. PWG. yeah. Um, so yeah, you see the clips from that. Uh, uh, I think they're releasing the DVD of PWG 200. Mm. Um, and some of those matches look absolutely crazy. Yeah. They look like so much fun. I really want to check out one of those PWG. Yeah. The, the globe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I do hope, that we, you know, War Raiders is going to win that match. It's yep. probably going to earn most of my confidence. Same here. Um, it's a better chance that Aleister Black and Ricochet winning those Raw Tag Team titles than the NXT ones. I kind of agree with that. Uh, they mm-hmm. really need to start doing something with War Raiders now that mm-hmm. that's the, the case. Uh, and I don't know if that means like an extended feud with the Undisputed Era. But I'm not sure if that'd be smart. They, they need War Raiders need. I don't know, man. They just need some like killer matches where they're featured, you know, whether it's them being heels or faces or whatever they're going to do with them. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they want them to be heels. I mean, I'm sorry, faces, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I don't know. Are there besides uh, to dragon again, besides undisputed era, are there any other tag teams that are at their level? Because war Raiders are really good wrestlers. Oh, there's forgotten sons, Steve. 
Oh, I forgot about that, Larson. How could you? How yeah. dare you? Well, it's kind of their gimmick, isn't it? Kind of, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, is there, there really anybody else? I mean, tag team wrestling is such a thing that it's like not, I don't know. Like, I really wish that they had something like the Lucha Brothers in NXT. Yeah. That they can really, really, I don't know, grasp onto. I feel like there's better tag teams in 205 Live than there are in NXT. And there's not even a tag division in 205 Live. Well, see, we got Mustache Mountain, who if they were full-time in NXT, would be over huge. Yeah, you're right. But Trent Seven literally cut a solo promo yesterday. Yeah, I know. You know, apparently Mustache Mountain's not going to be a thing for a little while. Oni um, Lorcan's Lor- on 205 Live. They're not a tag team anymore. And then, God, two of the tag teams in NXT in the Dusty Classic aren't even tag teams anymore. And then uh, DIY, three of them, sorry. Yeah, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel are really good, but they're, yeah. they're splitting time between two brands. Yeah. Boy, they could have a killer feud with War Machine. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. I really like Bartel's promo on uh, I know, me too. NXT UK. I thought he was really good. I know. I agree. Let's move on to NXT UK. Show kicked off with... Well, uh, that's what they need to do. Sorry, not to cut you off again. But you did. But now that we're getting to UK, I know I kind of did mean to. I just apologize for doing it. NXT UK has so many tag teams. Just bump two of those full-time. Bring the Coffee Brothers over from the UK. See, that'd be a good pairing for War Raiders. Yeah. Be a lot of beef in that ring. And they'd be great in NXT. Mm-hmm. And they're doing nothing in UK. Mm-hmm. Well, like, except fighting Trent Seven. Yeah. But Joe is. That's just to get... That's just to keep the coffees kind of strong. Keep them gallus. Well, keep them gallus is really what you want. Yeah. Uh, are we going to get any more pub scenes? One could before hope. This, uh, well, no, that match is next week, I think, isn't it? The it could be a, a pub scene preceding match. That'd be nice. Uh, NXT UK kicked off with the Irish ace Jordan Devlin taking on Dan Maloney. Mm. It was a bit more competitive match than I expected. I thought Jordan Devlin would... Yeah, I know it's a great song. It I miss is. I miss the uh the, the shots from Monument Valley in Utah on his Tron though. <laughs> That's like a like a John Ford Western. Yeah. He's got a new car. It's a Mustang. Jordan Devlin. Oh really? I think he's got a Mustang. Ah. At least he tweeted out a picture of it. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know if it's his or not. Well, he got himself a win here. Yeah. In a fairly competitive match. Against Dan Maloney. But he didn't have to use his finisher to win. It was that short arm, kind of like a, a, a ripcord Saito suplex he does. Yeah, he almost like, dropped Dan Maloney on his that's head. How it is. Every time it's that way, man. Yeah, but this time seemed a little bit more like Dan Maloney didn't quite know what he was getting into. And he was like, oh, we're doing this move? Okay. Yeah. Good thing I didn't kill myself. Uh, yeah, Jordan Devlin went over. Dan Maloney. Uh, after that, Cassius Ona came out and he said, I came out here to explain why I'm here. And I'm not doing any of this scripted nonsense that they're trying to give me in the back. This is all straight from the heart. And he pulls out his phone and reads from it. And he pulls out his phone and reads from it. It's pretty great. It's pretty darn great. It was pretty amazing. He is fantastic. Uh, So, yeah, he read sort of a... A prepared statement. Yeah, exactly. And then went off off of that, spoke some more. Mm -hmm. Um, It was pretty good. Yep. Uh, Talking trash about Travis Banks. Yeah, he talked about Travis Banks. He said he was a fake English wrestler. And he says he's the real English. The real. 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 Uh, After that, we had a Dave Mastiff vignette. Finally, we get some more Dave Mastiff uh, a month or two after his uh, epic showdown with Eddie Dennis. Well, it was a showdown. Um, uh, takeover Blackpool. And, uh, yeah, there is just highlighting his strength. He comes from a real salt-of-the-earth place where men are men and they don't show weakness. 
Oh, is that what he said? Yes. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> I was like, wow, he could lift a lot of really heavy things. <laughs> well, this is all his, his talking about not showing weakness was all against, you know, the backdrop of him yeah, lifting very heavy, heavy things. things. Yes. And walking around with heavy things, yeah, too. Yeah. He would both lift them. And then move. And then move and then with walk them. with heavy things, yes. Yeah. Standing at four feet tall and four feet wide, Dave Mastiff. Bomber Dave Mastiff. Bomber. After that, we had a, a, a Ginny video package. Well, I guess she was over in India during the tryouts over there, it looked like. Yeah. Um, and Looked like a lovely time for Ginny. Yeah, and she took an opportunity to talk some trash about Tony Storm, too. Yeah, they said, why didn't they send her? They sent Ginny. Because I'm better. Probably because Tony Storm is doing things because she's champion, Ginny. That's probably that's my guess. Maybe Ginny does stuff, too. Anyways, they got a match in a couple weeks. That'll be great. Um, after that, speaking of great, good match between Zaya Brookside and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, this was a lot of fun, man. Zaya Brookside, boy, is she something else. She's yeah, like, man. How old is she? Like 12, 13, something like that. And she could wrestle like a devil, man. She's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley's scary. Uh, and, and she's so scary, in fact, that she won with Riptide. Well, she didn't win with fear, though. It was with a finisher. What's that? So she didn't win with fear. Pretty scary, though. That yeah, Riptide. I wouldn't want to take it. That'd no, scare me. No. Come here, Steve. Let's do, I'm going to do the riptide on you. Rhea Ripley is a good trash talker. She's a great trash talker. Sent her to Maine yesterday, Ruff man. Ruff was giving her some guff, and she's like, I know the rules. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's great. Yeah. So anyways, Rhea grabs the mic, starts screaming into it. Mm-hmm. Zaya Brookside found out that I'm the dominant woman here. And then uh, Piper Niven mm-hmm. made her official debut. She walks out to the ring, and she says, oh, you think you're the most dominant woman? Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. So she's now the most dominant, or she claims to be. Self-proclaimed, yes. So now we're going to have who's the most dominant person Yes, in the women's division there in UK. After that, Isla Dawn, uh, dressed in a very business casual outfit. I was kind of, I was like, oh, I thought you were supposed to be like a witch. Shouldn't she have some sort of <clears throat> concoction? Uh, you want the cauldron. I want the cauldron. With tail of newt. <laughs> yeah. Bat wing. Ear of rabbit. Yeah, all that. <laughs> Stirring with, with, with. A toad? With steam, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know. Oh, Piper Niven. Well, I mean, she's updating the, 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 the witch archetype, Steve. Well, it's just like, you know, office assistant. That's what she looked like. She looked like office assistant in uh, Coventry Conference. I'm tell you, man. Something like that. At uh, What was the name? Crap. What was the British name for Dunder Mifflin? I forget in the oh, British office. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Anyways, Isla Dawn's interrupted by Kaylee Ray. They're going to have a program now. Uh, yeah, I love Kaylee Ray. She seems uh, she seems well-traveled. Like mm-hmm. She carries herself with the confidence that she's seen everything. Yeah, I think that might be the case. She's, she comes off as like sort of a Highlander, like an, not a, like an immortal. Yeah. Like she's literally been around for 300-some-odd years. Yeah. And she's seen it all in Isla Dawn, office assistant, uh, you know, which cosplayer yeah. is no match for her uh, long, long centuries of experience. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes off as. So you want a witch versus an immortal for that storyline is what you're telling me. That's what it seems like it is, or at least a witch or an immortal versus a witch cosplayer. Maybe. That's what it feels like. After that, uh, Walter video package showing him beating the heck out of a lot of people. Um, uh and then highlighting that vicious chop he dropped on Jack Star. Mm-hmm. And they showed the handprint on his hog. chest. Okay, the handprint on his chest. So hopefully we'll get a lot of chops in this match against Pete Dunne. We've only seen a few. Peter! Uh, after that, Trent Seven interview. He just seems like the most charming dude, man. Can I get 
uh, uh, just a, like a buddy comedy between him and Radzi. That'd be great. Oh my dude, I can't get enough of Trent. Seven you got you got interviews. Trent. You got Trent as the experienced cop. Yeah, Radzi as the rookie. Yes. Who wouldn't want to see that? Trent showing Radzi the ropes. I would love to see that. I think that'd be great. And then playing like the That would be select. It would be select. And then playing like the hard-nosed other cops would be Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. Because they both seem like kind of downers sometimes. Yeah. You know? And so, but Trent Seven. Well, no, here it is. It's, it's, it's. it's Pete Dunne is the hard-nosed. And then Tyler Bate has been on the force for a year and he's already jaded. That's what it is. That's yeah. the story. And half so, of it takes so, place in a pub. So Radzi sees, sees <laughs> Tyler Bate as a cautionary tale. Yeah. I don't want to become that guy. Yeah. So Trent Seven's like, all right, lad. But same with Pete Dunn, because Pete Dunn's the guy that might cut a, cut a few corners. Oh, yeah. He's the, yeah, when he's it the comes Vic to his When it comes to his police work. He's the Vic Mackey for sure. Whereas Trent Seven is just the grizzled veteran police officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's, he's like he's like Tommy Lee Jones in No Country for Old Men. Who's that? Troy Trent Seven? Yeah, he's seen no, it all. No, but no, but he's, but he's also like twenty years before that movie. Yeah. He's having a go of it. He's having a go. He hasn't got to the point where he he, he like time has passed him by completely. Right, right. But it's creeping up on him. But he finds enjoyment in it. But he, yeah, yes. he sees he sees the end on the horizon. Yes. <laughs> it's creeping up on him. Yes. All right, Redzy. Both of us dressed to the nines. God, he's so charismatic. Oh, hell yeah, man. He's so charismatic. And he talked about, you know, yeah, Mustache Mountain. You know, uh, I'm coming. He says, I'm, I'm walking down from Mustache Mountain. His use of metaphor is great. Yes. Uh, I'm walking down from Mustache Mountain. What's next for me? Tyler Bate, he's a big, strong boy. Mm-hmm. He's on his own. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's next for me? I'm walking down Mustache Mountain. And, you know, what's this about Joe Coffey saying I'm dead weight? Well, we'll find out about that. Yeah. But, like, there's no there's no reading I can give it. There's no, you know, uh, I, I can't do it justice. Mm-mm. He is so goddamn And at the end, he more or less says, have a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so right, f- we good here, Radzi? So cordial. Spot on. Spot on, man. Spot All right. On. Let's go. Let's have so, a go of it. So cordial. That's great. Uh, next is really good. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel, iPhone promo. They were watching NXT UK from last week. Uh, the the Kenny Williams, uh, Amir Jordan stuff. They were making really good points. It wasn't funny. No, it wasn't funny. Look at this. You think this is funny? This is not funny. And he says, uh, Marcel Bartel says, what they don't understand is that ring down there. That's sacred. Yeah, it's serious business. It's mm-hmm. not meant to be funny. It's not meant to be fun. We take it very seriously. I was fully behind them. Heck oh, yeah, them man. Crush those guys. Same. Dancing. Get dancing out of here. Next, Long Mark Andrews time. versus Noam Dar. Um, this is a really good match. Um, and depending on how the injury situation works out, uh, hopefully we'll see it again in the near future. I hope so, man. I really do hope so. It was really good. Yeah. That part where Noam Dar grabbed Mark Andrews by his head, ran to the steps, and just threw him into him. That was great. Well, we're both wearing our going in rushers today. That was not planned. Yeah, I have my, by the way, Patreon one. You can get this at thefriendomarket.com. We still have uh, shirts available there. Yeah, they're back there. Friendomarket.com. And then that one is the $50 Patreon, Mark. One mm-hmm. $50, you get that, and then everything underneath it. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, yeah, the, the finish saw Mark Andrews go for reverse Rana. Noam Dar didn't flip backwards. So, uh, Mark Andrews tried to do the full move, ended up landing right in his face, and his shoulder looks like it might have clipped the back of Dar's left leg. Mm-hmm. Kind of rolled up his ankle a little bit. Yeah, but it didn't look so bad, and they just replayed it. It's one of those things where it doesn't have to look bad to be bad. Yeah. Uh, but they replayed the hell out of it, 
And yeah, I would imagine I would be really surprised if it was going to be like another year before Noam. Yeah, Dark I hope I hope that's the case. Me too. I hope he's back very soon. Yeah. Um, anyways, they take them both out on stretchers, which makes it seem like it's bad because the ref throws the X. Trainers come out. <laughs> to yeah, he put up the X, and they, the entire crowd went silent except for ooh. Everybody knows that X. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that, especially when they do it right to the camera. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, Dar Andrews not hurt too bad. See him again very soon. Uh, and then the main event segment was the contract signing for the United Kingdom title match taking place at TakeOver New York. Uh, Johnny Saint and Sid Scala come down the ring first. Um, then Walter. They really need to Walter. add. They need to add Sid Scala's name to Johnny Saint's Tron. He does all the heavy lifting. Johnny Saint is simply a face to be out there. He's a figurehead. He's a figurehead, but he gets like this weird Tron with like space and mm-hmm. the earth and his mm-hmm. name and futuristic mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of the men in black. Mm-hmm. And Sid Scale is just there, but he does all the work. Does all the work, man. Uh, Walter comes to the ring first, then Pete Dunn. Um, first, Walter signs the contract, and then Pete Dunn grabs the mic. He says, NXT UK, it belongs to me. And this belt will be where it is and will always be at around my shoulder. He's going to have that belt forever, he says. 700 was 670, 670 plus days. days. Yep. So Peter Peter Dune signs the contract. Uh, seems like the segment's about to be over. Walter grabs the mic and then Pizza. he talks. Pizza. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Each time in this open. <laughs> it's funny because like the German language is, is fairly easy to decipher if you're paying attention. Uh, if you don't speak it, but you just speak English. Because uh, he said that, and I was like, oh, he just said his time is up. I could figure that out. I don't speak German. And then he said, and then he started talking English. And he was like, listen to me now. That is going to be mine. That title on your shoulder. I take over New York City. It's going to be mine, Peter. I just, your time is up, like I just said in German, though. And now it's going to be mine. And I'm I was like, hoping you're saying it's my time now. Yeah, he, he yeah, he said now. your he said your time is up. My time is now. No, he didn't say my time is. I, no, I know. And then he just started singing the rest of the do 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 do. I'm John Cena of I'm Europe. Fran- I'm the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you can't see me, Peter. <laughs> I'm going to give you an attitude adjustment. You can't see me, STFU. Hustle. Hustle, loyalty, and Walter. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, God. I could talk in that accent all day long. It's so much fun. So, yeah. I thought it was very effective, yeah, man. Yeah, it was good. 
I thought they did a perfect job. I had never heard a Walter promo Nor before. Had I. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if there was going to be a big, deep voice no, like I this. I like that he's kind of, he kind of speaks in hushed tones. Yeah. It works so well. Yeah, it it's totally does. scarier. Yeah, it is. Hey, I'm going to chop your chest until it looks like hamburger ground beef. It's just going to be disgusting. Have you seen that guy, Pico? I turned Pico's chest. Now he's in Ring of Honor. He's like 80 years old. I turned, wow, those are cool shoes with the green little bits yeah, at the those. bottom. That's cool. I turned his chest into nothingness. It looked like a deep black hole. It was horrible. Look at me now. Tell me about St. Thomas Aquinas. Tell me about Thomas Aquinas. I'm not a cop. I'm a cop, damn it. I'm, what did he say? I'm a cop, you idiot. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> I'm the kindergarten cop, though. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Uh, let's move on to 205 Live Fun episode. <clears throat> uh, show kicked off with Lucha House Party taking on Drew Gulak, uh, Jack Gallagher, and Humberto Carrillo. Humberto Carrillo. Uh, before the match began, Kalisto grabbed the mic, tried to get the crowd hyped. Mm-hmm. Into the match. Yeah, man. I love Kalisto. I was just thinking about these guys. I was like, where were they? Yeah. And then they showed up. So that was And cool. there they were. I like when that stuff happened. Uh, match kicked off a bunch of lucha stuff between uh, Carrillo and Metalik. And then eventually Drew tags himself in and says, get in here. Get in here. He was here. admonishing uh, Carrillo for doing a springboard kick. And he's like, why couldn't you just kick him? Yeah, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Drew Gulak, his character is jerk. Who doesn't like to do cool stuff. He doesn't like fun. Umberto Carrillo seems like the most fun guy you'd ever meet. Uh, very dapper, charismatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a fun, fun wrestler to watch. Yeah, yeah. He is Ultimo Ninja, of course. He is. Yes. Uh, and so, or in WCW, he'd be the ultimate ninja. Yes. Uh, so, uh, they just started arguing during the match. I really kind of feel like this should have been worked out prior to the match. Or weeks ago, when they were wearing a shirt with Humberto Carrillo's face on well, it. Well, here's the situation. It should have been like, hey, we don't do that. You want to do that? You can't do that. Well, yeah, I think there should have been some sort of agreement before the match began. A game that, plan. Uh, yes, that if uh, <clears throat> if Humberto Carrillo wants to continue doing uh, Lucha stuff, that uh, he can't be a member of their team. Yeah. Like there should be a legally binding contract if this is if if Drew is going to be such a stickler for this. Mm-hmm. Then then force pen to paper. Yeah. And 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 say essentially uh hey, you can't do high flying moves anymore uh unless, or, or you'll be in violation of contract and you owe us a bunch of money. Yeah. Like this should have been worked out way before. Lawyers need to get involved. If you if you violate your contract, that means litigation. Or at least Umberto could have done his homework and been like I don't want to align with you. You don't want me to do cool stuff. Yeah, no. I'm fine learning from you, but you got to mm-hmm. let me do my thing, man. Yeah, do my. let me do my thing, man. You know. So there's this crazy sunset flip powerbomb. Yeah, spot. that was great. That was great. Metal League does a sunset flip powerbomb. Uh, Over a Tower of Doom, basically. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was Carrillo, Drew, and Kalista were all involved. They Everybody. made a huge deal about Drew going to the top rope to try to do a joint superplex mm-hmm. on uh, Kalisto. Um, and the finish saw uh, Carrillo go, tries to go up the top rope. Gulak orders them to come down. They argue, uh, and then Kalisto hits Lita Del Sol using Drew G- uh, Gulak to kind of help himself up the ropes. Yeah, um, on him, Humberto for the win. Fun match to open the show. Yeah, but uh, sort of see where that's going. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Mike Canellis and Maria Canellis interview. 
And uh, she, I believe, used the phrase 16-year career again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, Mike and also is talking about uh, taking care of Akira Tozawa. And then uh, Drake Maverick comes in. And uh, he says, uh, you're going to have a match. Is it a rematch against Akira? Yeah. 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 He said, but this time, Maria, you're going to be ringside. Well, he's going to have Brian Kendrick ringside uh, to help be an equalizer. Yeah, because Drake said something to the effect of, oh, in your 16-year career, you still have to use your wife to give you an upper hand. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you know, you use what you need to use. And if it's dancing Maria Canellas, you got to use dancing Maria Canellas. After that, dead Buddy Murphy dropping a promo in the locker room of the Tony. W Performance Center. Tony, I'm not there. I'm here in Orlando, Florida, and I'm at the Performance Center. And so there's windows Ooh, behind off, him. Ghost. The staging of this was pretty good because there's windows behind him. You see some people walk by. There's Norman Smiley. There's ACH. And there's Tony Nese, and he stands behind him doing this. A slow head shake. It was really well staged. Walks into the room, beats the heck out of Buddy Murphy in ACH. Uh, making his uh, main roster debut. <laughs> He's one of the people to help break it up. Yep. Welcome to WWE ACH. Welcome to WWE ACH. That's awesome. Oh, man. And then we had our main event. Arya Davari versus Cedric Alexander. And at ringside was crazy Oni Lorcan, who is now officially part. So he comes down the ringside area. He's got he's got the the finest tap out gear WWE has to offer uh, talent backstage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he takes his jacket off, and he has an Oni Rule shirt on underneath. So he puts his jacket on the announce table, just kind of rests there for the, the duration of the match. He's got his wrestling boots on underneath <laughs> his pants. You can see him clearly. They're in you know, like blue patent leather, basically. Yeah. Match begins, really good match, hard hitting. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that uh, Davari got a good showcase to show off his skills because he, he's very good. He is very good. Um, uh, towards the finish, uh, Cedric lays out Davari with a tope over the top rope. And then, uh, I guess in the process of getting up or something, he knocks Oni's jacket off the announce table. Yeah. And then Oni just starts yelling at him. Yeah, my jacket! This was my jacket! What did you do to my jacket? And Cedric naturally is like, what the heck, dude? It's a jacket. <laughs> right. Why are you even out here? Yeah. Um, and then that distraction allows Arya to beat Cedric with a roll-up. And then Onika just continues yelling about the jacket. Attacks Cedric. And they're, they they fight all the way around the ringside area by the ramp. And the whole time, Onika's just screaming. Yeah, it's awesome. Just screaming. Yeah. He's crazy. He's lost it? his mind. He got on Twitter also and in all caps was apologizing to various... Uh, Officials at 205 Live and the, and the superstars at 205 Live, but in all caps. So it's not like he's screaming an apology. Right. He's crazy. He's legit crazy. Can you think of anybody else who has done so much with their opportunity than Oni Lorcan? He has already blasted way past whatever ceiling we thought he might have. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely great. Let me ask you a question. Good for him. Someone unrelated. I tend to write the notes in all caps because I feel like it's easier to read. Yeah. Do you take it as me screaming at you about what happened during the matches? No, I don't take it for that. Oh, okay. Well, too bad. That's the intent. <laughs> I w- yeah, no, I wish I knew that. I'd, I'd perceive them much different now. But no, I just, I think that it's easier to read. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we, as we go on in this career of ours, you might have to bump up the font size. Up to 14 instead of 11? Yeah, yeah, yeah. at some point. You could do that. We're gonna sooner have our, rather than later. Or my reading glasses are. I know. So then... You know, 
All right, let's answer some questions. What do you say? What do you say? I think that's a great idea. I'm going to head over to the Discord. You get access to the Discord on the Patreon for one dollar. No. Man, yeah, UK didn't have any Dennis and it didn't have Zach Gibson. So, uh, Zach Gibson's hurt, man. Doesn't mean we can't see more tour. I want to see him in the hospital or something. Where are we? I think he just has a broken toe. Uh, let's see here. Cody Miles in the Discord mentions that there is going to be a Worlds Collide. Yeah, they they announced a, a yeah we're going to cover that all the brands. Show. Cover Toto that Slos show. Brandos. Yeah. Uh, and he says so. Yeah, he says which matches are you most excited for? We'll talk about that on tomorrow's yeah, show. Yeah, the Friday show. Stay tuned. Well, these are good matches though. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen. Fun fact: Carissa Rivera. Kona Reeves' girlfriend was one of Velveteen Dream's girls. She got a good view of the finest beating. The finest beating. Finest. The finest beatdown. Greg Mars. Thank you for constantly mentioning the Monster Podcast. I just finished the episode about Lake Berryessa. If you want, but Lacey used to hang out there a lot. Oh, really? Lake Berryessa. She was like, yeah, that's where we'd go to party. Uh, if you want, but don't feel obligated, Power Rank, creepiest movie scenes. He says, we know the Zodiac basement scene is oh, in man, there. Oh, man, that's super creepy. I'd say number one, <clears throat> the original haunting when that door is just banging. Barely moving, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. scary. I'd say the scene in seven when that guy is laying in bed. He's just laying there and they assume. Oh, uh, that like, messed me up. Yeah, man. <clears throat> oh, my God. He'd been tortured for a year and he was still alive. That's messed up. Boy, that's messed up. That seems messed up. It's one of the better jump scares I can think of. The dinner scene in uh, Texas Chainsaw. Mm -hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's some good ones out there. Uh, Dylan Haggett had a bad night at work here. Have money, guys. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry, Dylan. Yeah. Hey, Dylan. The enforcer, Stevie Bradley, love me some Walter Schwarzenegger. Uh, no, man, that's just yeah, some Walters. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the Alex C. <laughs> should the first Walter versus Pete Dunn match be like Lesnar versus Cena from Cena from SummerSlam a few years ago? Where Walter just annihilates Pete Dunn, man, for I don't sixteen know, minutes. Man. Oof, boy. Uh, Jimmy Thomas, Dan Maloney looks like a creator wrestler from someone with no imagination. I agree, <laughs> completely and totally. I'm going to head over to the Patreon uh, question thread now. See what we got going on over there for questions. Uh, Dylan again asks Power Rank favorite shoot interviewees: Kevin Nash, Stevie Ray. Who else? Uh, Who else's top shoot interviewee? Oh, man. Boy, there's some good ones out there. Uh, Xbox pretty good. The Simon Gotch bearing Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Xbox is good. Oh, no. Dylan says, uh, Stephen Larson, sorry to get depressing, but I found the other day my friend has leukemia. How should I support him? Just, just be there for yeah, him. Yeah, man. Just be there. That's terrible. That's so sad. Yeah. He was. Uh, Liam Jones, will NXT UK ever be on par or better than NXT. Like five years from now, I think it's it, there's the possibility mm -hmm. might exist, but I also feel like NXT Prime is the place where the cream of the crop goes. Let's say five years from now, there are two more NXT uh, territories. I feel like the, the plan was for the territories to be feeder systems in the NXT yes, Prime. Yes, So Major Plate said as much. I don't know that it's ever going to be as good simply because I don't think it's designed to be as good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you never know. If, if if there comes a time when NXT Prime's creative team isn't up to par 
and the stories aren't up to par, and NXT UK has like a killer creative team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. there's the possibility. Yeah, totally. Uh, Max J, how would you book an Alistair Black heel turd? You can just bring him back, take him back to the the brooding. Uh, uh, I don't talk very One much. One black mass from Ricochet to, to Ricochet. Ricochet. That does it. That'll pretty much do it. Yep. Um. But I don't. I don't know if people are going to want that. They really like Alistair Black. Yeah, they do. Uh, <clears throat> Eric Blaha, the base hit king. Uh, have you ever thought of incorporating themes or entrances into going in raw math? That's all part of presentation. Look, in my estimation. So I don't know if we've ever mentioned it outwardly, but. It's it's in the back of our heads. Like I'm trying yeah, to yeah, think of yeah. somebody. I mean, who has who has like who has a lousy entrance? Okay, so for example, if we were to do math on uh, going in raw math on Diesel, when we're talking about his look, we would mention he is truck. Yeah, and that kind of knocks him down a little bit because or up. I don't. We haven't really discussed it thoroughly. Yeah, but like he's truck. And his entrance theme goes along with that because it's truck noise. It's truck noise and then and then blues. Yeah. Yeah. So I think And I think also part of uh, when we were talking about Okada the other day, we've mentioned we've said this several times that he literally looks like a championship title. And a lot of that is his robe. Yeah. And which is his entrance. It's yeah. part of his entrance. You get the money flying up all over the place and the killer theme song and all that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean in my mind the theme entrance, that's all part of presentation, which Which is kind of look. Which is look. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Rich Hardesty, kayfabe reaction, Bray finding out JoJo is pregnant. Oh, man. Oh, demon seed. It worked, man. <laughs> My little baby's going to fly. End up in you. Oh, dear. And now little Nash. Kanash. Or maybe it's Kanash. That's what they said the name of the baby yeah. is. K-N-A-S-H. Little baby Kanash. Yeah. Or Nash. Nash. Probably Nash. Nash to Kanash. Uh, Marcus Harrison, have you seen Brennan Williams and the Insiders cover Shayna Baszler and Alistair Black's themes? Have not. No, I have not. Check that out. Um, uh, Emilio, Dragon, go ahead, sorry. Emilio Raphael, who do you think has better dance moves, Kyle O'Reilly or Adam Cole? I get the feeling Adam Cole has very 80s style dance moves. Like he does, you know. The only thing I can use to base Kyle O'Reilly's dance abilities is how he air guitars. Yeah. And based on that, I'll say Adam Cole. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dragon Reborn, they replayed Tegan Knox's injury as well. Ooh. I couldn't bring myself to watch that. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I watched that one. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, though. Mm -hmm. They they went all in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't watch that. I remember Karen mentioning because she was there live, and she said she can't, she couldn't for the longest time. If I if I recall, I think it was her that said this. She couldn't get like the scream out of her head because apparently there was a pretty gnarly. Like she knew she like screamed when yeah. it happened. No, well, I mean I think the extent of the injury was like really bad. Yeah, basically destroyed her knee. Um, I think I I think I might have seen one shot of it. Like I sort of half looked at it. But that's that, 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 that is a really yeah. good point. I will say this. Last night watching that match, I was nervous the entire time. Me too. 
Yeah, me too. I was so anxious the entire time. I actually time. fast-forwarded through a bunch of it and then watched, and then went back and watched like up to the point. Um, and the first one, I sort of looked away. Yeah, I did too. I looked away completely. And then I like I rewound it and I was like, I looked at it a bit more. I was like, oh, okay, hold on. Oh, okay. Because my wife was sitting there and I said, like during this match, they, both these guys get hurt. Yeah. And I was like, I know the spot. I know the move. I'm preparing myself for it. And I look away when it happens. And she didn't. She's like, oh, I don't really see anything there. Mm-hmm. So I watched the replay. I was like, yeah, who knows? Uh, Ernie Jimenez, that accent reminds me of Alex Wright from WCW. Hey, listen to me. I like to dance now. I'm a dancing fool. Uh, let's see here. Suni Chan. Uh, what do you guys think is Velveteen Dream's preferred choice of beverage? What's in what's in that goblet of his, man? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Something smooth, silky. I don't know. Do you think he's a wine guy? I think it's wine in there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's a wine maybe. guy. Yeah. A nice red wine. Try the wine. Uh, the cult of false realities. Did you guys hear the diss Kaylee Ray said to Isla Dawn? Was that a dig at Gallus? Uh, so she said, basically, what do you think? We're all from the same country, so we have to be one big team. Uh, I think it's a bit of a stretch to say that's a dig at Gallus. Mm-hmm. But maybe, I mean, maybe it's overall a dig at people who think, hey, just because we're from the same territory, we got to be cool to cool. It could be. Uh, that should be a fun match, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, Dylan. Ridiculous entrance to WrestleMania says so Seth parachutes in. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. He he has like a parachute, but also like a giant fan on his back, like that episode yeah. of Simpsons. And then like the guy that that uh, parachuted into that, that boxing does match. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was all. Oh, okay, so that was a that happened first, and then it was the Simpsons. <laughs> I knew about it because of the Simpsons. That's where that's my first exposure oh, to that right. idea. All right. I just thought it was a bit of absurdism. Uh, let's see here. Austin Cunningham. Uh, let's see here. All, uh, after some time to stew, I am fine with Oscar losing the title. It wasn't really being used and it not being in the main event could devalue it. Uh, I've definitely become less mad at this point. Um, but I really want, they need to do something. If they don't do something with her after mania, I will be upset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll see mad Steve. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Max Zero, does teaming with Ricochet help or hurt Alistair Black? Uh, his character bro-hugging anyone at any point just feels wrong to me. I don't know, man. I think it adds complexity to his character. Yeah, I mean, it he humanizes could, him. He could easily just be a gimmick. Yeah. And I think that seeing this aspect of him, you know, how he uh, works with others, uh, I think has helped. I think so far it's been successful. It's been an odd pairing um, that I think has worked. I wasn't always a fan of it from the get-go. That's an interesting spot to put the news. Um, but I think it's. I think it's helped. I think it's been fine. Yeah. I. I. I you know. Like I said, I think it, it humanizes them. Yeah. I, I. I want them to be like long-term. They both need to be singles guys. Yeah. I wonder if they were paired up. Jeff, decide what came first. They're pairing at NXT or on the main roster? Like, did they pair them up in the Dusty Classic because that was going to be happening on main or vice versa? Oh, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I would think everything is main roster and NXT has to uh, go do, like, adapt make to do, that, yeah. adapt to that, make do with yeah, what they yeah, have yeah, on main yeah, roster. Could be. Uh, let's see here. Uh, excellence of flexicution. Do you envision possible punishment for the Usos forfeiting? Uh, I thought maybe that, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, might have been, might be the case. Like if they were put in some sort of gauntlet match at Mania and then in the New Day, uh, you know, forfeits for them, something mm-hmm. like that. I'd be surprised it happened at some point. There's got, there, there, will, there will be some payoff at some point for that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see if there's any others here. Uh, one last question. Um, Dylan has another super chat here. Another dumb mania entrance. Becky rides Finley who rides Hornswoggle like a horse. That'd be silly. That'd that would be, be silly. I don't think silly. that's even possible. No. Hornswoggle's too small for that. Uh, ooh, ooh, what a good one. I, I would like this idea, I don't, although I think she's too international to do this hmm. at this point. Blake Whitehouse says, should Paige replace Aiden English on commentary after WrestleMania or join NXT UK commentary? I think she's too big to do 205 commentary, and I think she's too, like, she has, like, a, a life here in the States, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. to do NXT UK commentary. Although she could be here in the States and do that. I feel like she's too big for that, though. She's too big a star for either of those roles. Well, actually, here's the thing. Uh, NXT UK, they don't uh, do the commentary live. Well, no, that's what I just said. Like, she can do that being here in the States. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. they do that. Well, I thought even then she can fly to the United like, Kingdom once a month. Yeah, but I feel like she's too big for that. Yeah. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think it would, it would, it would, it would lend a, a major name to the show. I would I would be totally for it. Mm-hmm. I just get the I, Now, that. here, I think, I think she's too huge of a name to be like general manager of NXT UK, but I think she's commentary would be fine. That's kind of an odd way of putting it though. What? She's too big to be general manager. Yeah. But Cause general managers, uh, you know, on terms of the television broadcast is a bit role, a small role. Whereas if you're commentary, you're on all the time, but commentary, you're just basically a glorified fan calling the action. No, you're not a glorified fan. You enhance the story being told. If you're, if you're good at it, No, I, I disagree with that. I mean, I don't disagree with what you just said, I disagree that her being the general manager is a lower position than being on commentary. That I disagree with, but whatever. I think she'd get more TV time if you were on the commentary versus GM. Um, well, yeah, I just don't think that there that matters. I don't think that's that means that the role is bigger or smaller. Uh, Wayne Maker 2.0. No, I mean, like when she was I, like, I would say in NXT UK, that's maybe the case just because like Brock Lesnar gets less time than. Raw's commentary team. No, I understand. That's a bigger role. But I mean, let me circle back. I think that'd be the case. This makes sense. In NXT UK, that'd be the case. I feel like her role, a, a more prominent role for a name of her stature would be of more value to the program and thus better for her. Whereas, like if you told me, well, she can be general manager of SmackDown on commentary. Well, general manager of SmackDown because it's a more prominent role on the show. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. A yeah. more important role in the show. I think the same thing applies to UK, though. Yeah. Well, I think, I'll put it this way. I think that she would, given how Johnny Saint, <laughs> given what Saint Johnny Saint does. Which is nothing. And how Sid Scala, his assistant, does, does everything, everything. I think if Paige were to replace that duo. Could bring the prestige of it. Yeah, I was she would bring, to say yeah, that. Yeah. She, yeah, that would be a way. Uh, Wayne Maker says, New Day versus British Strong Style. Who goes over? At this point, it's going to be New Day. New Day versus uh, British Strong Style. It's totally New Day. 
Oh yeah, for sure. But boy, who would want to see that match? Oh, that'd, that'd be great, that'd be killer, right? Great, that'd be really good. Great. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, what a great show. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be back for five dollar and up patrons for overrun in about ten minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for watching. Do we have any other like programming announcements to, to tomorrow morning? We're gonna be doing a TV taping over on Twitch. We'll be an episode of Fun, episode of W Steve W, an episode of Weebo Raw. Correct. Go home. Our go home for WrestleMania for Weebo Raw. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yes. So thank you everybody for watching. We appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.